Welcome back to Moody, a true crime podcast. I'm Tamara. I'm Azriella. And um, today is mine. Sorry. This is the case of James F. Gossin. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Okay. It's kind of a short one today. I feel like I keep doing really short ones. I feel like it's just like a theme at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I just am like, I'm too scared to... I'm doing a, a big one this week. Like, oh, yeah. Or next time. Yeah. It's a big one. Hope everybody had a good holiday. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the times that you could eat, you decided to eat right now. Thank Sorry you. about that, guys. No, it's okay. I... <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just watch it the whole time. Uh, That's for podcast. She's got the cat. Has it though. She is eating right now. Yeah. Okay. So most of the information that is on this case is from his wife, in quotes, Myra. What? In quotes? Because at the time they were separated. I don't know if they were ever divorced. Oh, okay. So I don't know if she's wife or ex-wife. So James was born on August 16th, 1949. He married Myra Redman, and they had two children in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So, yeah, this takes place in New Mexico. Okay. Dawson was a diamond broker that was selling wholesale diamonds to jewelry stores. That's pretty important. Because that could be, like, why this whole thing happened. Did he get killed because of, like... Is this, is this uncut gems? <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> You guys, if you never listened to movie bitches, then I mean, like you didn't, you didn't want like hear us watch Uncut Gems. Yeah, with the Adam only S- Adam Sandler movie I ever liked. Yeah, I fucking hate Adam Sandler, but that was a good movie. Gucci, Gucci, crying. Shut up. That's so funny. Okay, on July thirteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, James goes missing. Just out of nowhere. Just. just like- he lived alone because him and his wife were separated at the time. Oh, yeah. At the time of his disappearance, James and Myra were separated, and apparently it was because he was having an affair. Oh, then he probably deserved to go missing. <laughs> you're gonna have an affair, then. <laughs> then you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Exactly. Um, on the day he went missing, Myra had been trying to get a hold of him, and when she couldn't, she stopped by his house. In a quote, she said, His shoes were by the bed and the front door was unlocked. We found his dog, his shoes were there, his car was there, and he never went anywhere without his car. I felt frightened. I knew something- Was he a car guy? Did he love his car? <laughs> he loved his Where car? do you go without taking your car, you know? But I'm saying, like, eat, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I tried to make a joke. I know. <laughs> I felt frightened. I knew something was going on. <laughs> so- <laughs> did, it, did it go well? Was he a car guy? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck, I keep losing my spot. Was his profile picture his car? <laughs> this is 1988. What profile does he have? Um, She reported him missing the next day. So she waited like a whole day to report him missing. Which is like, that's fine. Cause they, I, they usually won't do anything yeah. within like a day either, so... On February 6th, 1989, two rabbit hunters find James's decomposed body in a shallow grave in El Camino La Tierra, La Tierra in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Why are you hunting rabbits? Maybe to eat them? That's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, fuck those rabbits. They didn't deserve it. <laughs> Justice for the rabbits. So his body was found handcuffed, wrapped in a tarp, and he had a wire hanger wrapped around his neck. All right. 
So it was a murder. It was a murder. A murder. He had to be identified by his dental records, and his cause of death was listed as strangulation. It's a wounded that did. Someone strangled him. Yeah. I mean, he was murdered. No one has been arrested because it's unsolved. It's been unsolved since 1989. Yeah. And that's also a theme. <laughs> Mine are, like, almost always unsolved. Myra said that he could get into it with people he shouldn't, but his family says he did everything by the book. What do you mean? So, Myra, his wife, says he could get into it with people that he shouldn't get into it with. You know, like, he would get into arguments with people yeah. that were dangerous. But his family, like his parents, were like, no, he was good. He always did everything by the book. So, who's lying? Yeah. I think it's his family. So that they don't tarnish his good name. I, I get it. And then, but, like, also at the same time, like, his family, like, at what age did he move out? Like, people change, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna tell your family everything that, like, you do. How, you think you know your son better than the girl he's been living with for years? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting at, like. I mean, like, of course you know your son, you know? Like, well, he's got his own life. He was described as flashy and always wore jewelry, so people think he was an easy target for being robbed. Understandably. The lady James was having an affair with was Brenda Coleman, and she called Myra, but Myra didn't answer because, you know, she obviously didn't want to speak to her. Yeah. When Myra called New Mexico State Police, they stated Brenda had called them and said she was afraid for her life, but didn't elaborate. Myra got a call from Nebraska State Police asking about James's jewelry. Myra called back and they said that the man was no longer on the case and someone else is assigned. But when she tried calling them, she never heard back. They're just like fucking with her. Like, yeah. they keep replacing the people that are on the case and then nobody's replying to her. Why did... Why did police? Is that a question we ask every single time? <laughs> yes. She contacted her son's godfather, who was an ATF agent, which is just alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives. Um, he never got back to her with answers either. Why is no one getting back to her? Good question. Myra has tried contacting police to reopen his case, but those that responded to her said there was nothing they could do. On August 10th, 1983, five years before James's murder, a man by the name of William Olivero, who was also a diamond broker, was found dead on his kitchen floor. His wife found him. He had been beaten, stabbed, and strangled. Police believed robbery was the motive, but it's extremely similar to James's case. This makes me so mad because it just reminds me of like cases where they just like deem suicide as the like. Uh, these weren't ever. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because like they don't like they know more behind it and they just don't want to like take time to actually go about it or like there's something that they know that they're not talking about. Yeah. So here are the theories behind James's murder. He was found in handcuffs. Who has, like, actual handcuffs oh except for cops? Well. Like, actual ones, though? No. <laughs> yeah. These were, like, actual handcuffs that, like, you needed a key to unlock. I'm not saying it was the cops. But. However. Do you think that that's also why the case was never solved? Oh, yeah. 100%. Because, like, if police are just ignoring everything and, like, not talking about it, it's because they're covering shit up or they're, like they're covering for each other because exactly. that's what they do mm-hmm. it's a fucking brotherhood and it's disgusting i police is literally just a frat house yes 
A dangerous one. A dangerous frat house. With drugs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, frat houses have drugs. Yeah. Well, not like... More drugs. <laughs> yeah, not like heroin, but like hardcore drugs. Yeah. I just... Mm-hmm. I believe every frat boy just turns into a police officer. I don't know. Okay, so James's son, Michael, who was seven at the time of his murder, said when he got married, he got into solving his dad's murder. So, like, he really got into it. He said that he just remembers his dad as this really caring man. And it's, like, it's sad because it's basically the only thing he remembers because he was seven. Yeah. Was this possibly a robbery gone wrong? What are your thoughts on that? No, I don't think so. Because if it happened twice the same exact way that's too much of a, like, a coincidence of the... but it's like did they ever discover if anything was missing like you can't just assume it's a robbery if like nothing is nothing, missing yeah and the fact that they didn't look into it just like makes you believe even further that it wasn't just a robbery did Myra want revenge for him cheating oh my god yeah oh my god yeah I totally forgot about that <laughs> he cheated on her I mean like I get it I mean like if that was what she did, then, uh, girly, you got away with it, too. Did Brenda want to rob him, but it escalated? And she ended up oh, killing shit. him? Oh, shit. The mistress. It's always the mistress! <laughs> You're like, shit, it's Myra. Oh, wait, shit, it's Brenda. <laughs> did he owe money to someone? And they took his life? As oh, payment? my God. Wait, they were all in cahoots together? <laughs> Oh my god. Another theory is that Brenda and Myra were actually lovers. No, they were just oh. in on it. I don't think that she's that. I don't think that Myra is a lesbian. Oh, what a but, shame. But if they were in on it together and they hired someone to kill him. Because they were like, let's take that money. Let's get that money. Let's get that the bread. bread. And leave. <laughs> That's the case. It's unsolved. So. Oh my god. Yeah. There's so many things that could have, like, happened during this. What has it been, like, fucking 40 years? Is that how many years it's been? When was it? 89. So it's been, like, 30-something years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, it's been, like, 40 fucking years. And they haven't, they, they never decided to, like, open back up that case and was like, hey, um, this seems a little weird because that's what makes you think that it's the police. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it could have been the cartel. I mean, he's a diamond broker, so. Yeah. They're in New Mexico. I don't know. 11 minutes? Oh my god. That was the shortest one yet. Yeah, so welcome to our miniature moody. <laughs> mini, 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 mini moody. I think we're gonna get copyrighted. You gotta stop. <laughs> She's gonna be like, nah, that's mine. It's Ash. As if she would ever listen to this. She might. I doubt it. I'm gonna email her. <laughs> email them at uh, morbid.shrewcrimepodcast. Imagine if they shout this out. I would shit myself. Are you a Patreon? Patreon? No, I should become one. So that they shout us out, be like, put Moody at your grand podcast. No, don't become one. You can't support other creators. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Especially not big ones. I know. It makes me sad because it's like, we're not there yet. We got like five followers or something. Let me uh, see. Yeah? Well, I mean, I feel like that's just kind of... Um, five whole followers or five more followers? No. We have five followers. Oh. But the thing is, is that we have 20 starts and 16 listeners. So 16 people are listening. Only five of them actually click, clicked follow on Spotify. Why aren't why you guys following us? Why aren't you guys, like, you know, Do you guys hate us? Out? I think so. 
They hate us? Oh my god. It's like, why aren't you guys I feel like they hate me. You're friends about it. Oh my god. I can let you look at the statistics on your episodes. Oh my god. Are they bad? Um, like all of them are bad, but let's see. But like, are mine the worst? <laughs> are they? No. <laughs> They're mine. One of mine is the worst. People don't want to hear my voice. People don't want to hear us at all. <laughs> That's okay. We're not going to get discouraged. Movie bitches got up there. Movie bitches got into its late tw- or late twenties, I guess. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and we were like, we were so excited about it too. Oh my god, I just feel so discouraged. I do feel discouraged though. I feel discouraged. We're we're only six episodes in. This is our seventh episode, and we already have almost that amount of followers. <laughs> Listen, tell your friends about us. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell, tell your, your grandma. Girlfriend. No, not tell your grandma. Tell your grandma. My grandma listens to, like... Is your grandma listening to us? She doesn't know how to use Spotify. I mean, I've been trying to get it out there with the... With the Instagram at moody underscore true crime podcast. And Twitter. Oh, at moody underscore crime. And then at Gmail, um, it's moodypodcast at gmail.com. But if you guys follow the instagram you get updates every single week about what episode we're doing that's true so please follow us it's in the description guys why do i kind of want to watch twilight again it's good isn't it? <laughs> it's good it's like a good movie to put on when you're trying to feel like nostalgic because that first opening scene in twilight where they're fucking in they're running and then they tackle the deer i'm always like i remember sitting in the movie theater I remember sitting in the movie Yeah, but theater. I never watched it before, so it's not, like, nostalgic to me. Oh, my God. No. The music, the scenes. Twilight's just top tier. That was this episode of Moody. Sorry that this one was our shortest episode yet. It's probably only going to be about 12 minutes. But it'd be like that sometimes. It do. Sometimes these cases are just so small, and yet somebody's life is taken. Remember that. Yeah. It's always something that, like, it's so crazy to think about. Like, these are people's actual lives. Like, it's crazy to think about how it affected their family and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's devastating, especially to, you know, a seven-year-old that loses his dad. And to a wife that finds her husband dead in the kitchen, stabbed and beaten. My next one's going to be big. Is yours going to be big next time? Uh, no. Have you started researching? No. Okay. You have a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I caught myself up for like four weeks, and then I was like, I don't really feel like researching right now. But, plus this one that I'm doing is like a really heavy hitter. Is it like a well-known? Yeah. Yeah, it's a well-known. It starts... I saw one that I thought I might want to do. I saw it on TikTok, that's why... Like, a bunch keep popping up on TikTok for me. Yeah, me too. Um, I was going to ask you, have you been getting a lot of them mm-hmm. since we started the podcast? Yeah, I have. I'm getting more and more every day. And I saw one that I was like, I think I want to do this one, so I might do this one. You creeped me out, though. Well, my next one is based in Florida. Okay. Everything happens in Florida. I think mine took place in Japan, then. Japan? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, well... And remember to like, subscribe, and rate us. As and if this is YouTube. Email us. Yeah, please remember, we love stories. We love story times. Yeah. We'll read them on the podcast. Has anybody sent anything and they're just like, you're just not reading it? No, I haven't gotten anything on the email. Why aren't you guys messaging us? Please message us, guys. Like, let us know your stories. We want to hear them. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.